This is the Plan Simple Podcast. The one for you, my dear, the woman who wears so many hats. We both know how many people in your life benefit when you're at your best. What would happen if you were to ditch overwhelm and wear all those hats with ease? I'm going to share how simple this can be. We will dive into how to make health, family, home, spirituality, productivity, and entrepreneurship more easeful. Incredible friends and guests will come by for inspirational conversations, valuable shares, and real strategies so you can plan for your best life. My name is Mia Moran. I'm a mother of three, a wife, an entrepreneur, a coach, and your host. I wear a lot of hats, and I am committed to leading a balanced life and sharing all that I have learned and am learning with you. You're ready? Let's flow. Hey, welcome to this episode of the Plan Simple Podcast. I'm so excited for you to meet our guest today. You're actually re-meeting her because she's been on the podcast before, but I'm going to explain in a second what I'm up to right now and why she's back on. But first, let me tell you a little bit about the amazing Heather McGuire. She is an intuitive and a medium, and her readings and sessions provide clarity and they uncover what's below the surface, but impacting your daily life and ability to accomplish your goals. Her intuitive sessions are like They're like a comforting therapeutic conversation, and it leaves you feeling safe and grounded and loved. And I just love all this about her. And I met Heather years ago, like before the pandemic, at a very not woo-woo event. I think it was a chamber event that was filled with insurance brokers and realtors and people who worked in government and people who worked in banks and just a very not woo-woo group of people. And, you know, obviously in a room, everybody can be open to the magic of life. And I hope that more and more people are becoming open to magic. Yet what I noticed about Heather was she just had this uncanny, amazing ability to explain how energy works to a group of people who might not normally operate this way. And it just so stuck with me that that's why I asked her to be on the podcast the first time. And so the reason I'm having her back is because she's an amazing human and she will continually have stuff to offer us. And I wanted you to hear everything that she's thinking about and, and what she's up to. And the reason that I'm I asked her and the next five people who are going to be on the show to be on the show is because they are all currently Flow365 members. They are all what we call Flow365ers, and they all have amazing businesses. So, you know, there's obviously more than just the next five weeks worth of podcasts, people in Flow365, and there are a lot of people who have amazing businesses. So what we're going to do over the course of the next I don't know, I might have to say year, is we're going to start highlighting um, in in little batches um, these amazing humans because it's so fun to see 
not only why they're here to serve, but how planning and planning in this way is helping them grow their business. And then the other thing that I realized when I started having these conversations with Flow365ers is that they each have this body of work. I mean, Heather has this amazing, amazing body of work. And when we had this conversation, she was able to really know what would be helpful to you, the people who are in this community who are attracted to this idea of planning in this new way. And she's offering like the bridge. So she can, she, because she's so familiar with the process, she can cater the pieces of her work that she offers um, to really be make sense with the flow planning process. So we have a fascinating conversation because she really knows this body of work. And so I just, I can't wait to show you how her intuitive body work, how it intersects with the flow planning method. It's just, it's so good. So we're going to get her on the show in one minute. But before we do that, I have a couple of announcements. So we have been in this transition from summer to fall, which I feel like this year, I'm just going to give myself the time I need to fully land and fall. It's going to be a little bit of a longer process, I think, than normal. I've just dropped off my oldest to college, so things are shifting around here. Things feel new around here. And I'm also noticing that I'm wanting to shift how we operate, how we serve clients. I'm not just noticing this has been in the works for months now, but we, we're we really wanting to shift things so we can serve clients in different ways. So basically, you know, we've always had Flow 365, which is a year-long commitment. It's a year-long promise. And the reason we do this is because I definitely believe that it takes a year to really create change in every season. The reason it's a year is because over the course of a year, you you notice what it's like to make the same changes while kids are home, while they're at school, while there's a holiday, um, while you have different kinds of temptations when people are visiting, when you're traveling, right? right? Like all the different scenarios, um, you figure out how to tend to your health, how to tend to your work, how to show up in your role as mother or daughter or wife or, you know, whatever's going on in your life. And a year really creates this beautiful way to make sustainable change and not just go all in and burn yourself out and then go back to the way it was. And so that is why we do things for a year. And we find that, you know, women stay in for over a year. So many people sign up for year two and year three, because as you become the next version of yourself, you have a new set of goals and you still want to be supported as you, as you, go into the next phase, right? So it's this beautiful spiral effect of just being able to be supported as you do new things. So that is why we do it the way we do it. And during the pandemic, I did open up shorter windows and I found it a little hard to serve women in the way that I really want to, to really tend to what's needed in the way I really want to because part of what happens in flow is that there's this easing in process and and we've sort of learned you know what pieces make the most sense in the first few weeks and then what pieces we add in the second few weeks and because we have a year we're really able to build on this so that was kind of a long story but that was all that's also why why we do things for a year and i'm realizing that 
There are those of you who really want to, you know, dip your toes in, who want to understand a little bit more about what it feels like to show up and be supported as you're making certain changes in your life. And I really want to be able to offer that as well as I'm in this process of having a lot of um, content and teachings that I'm wanting out there around planning for different areas of our life. And so those two things came together in a beautiful way with the energy of fall, which for me offers a lot of this vibe of wanting to teach and pass things on and make things. You know, it's when I love making my, I, we find, we always do the next version of the planner in the fall. I'm always making planning sheets. I always find that I amp up our coaching calls in the fall. So in response to that, and in response to what you all are asking of me, I we've we've changed things up a little bit and it's going to be really fun. So basically, we still have Flow 365. And if you want to know more about that, you should definitely get on the wait list so that you'll be the first to know when we open the doors, which we do in bursts. So we can take a group of people in at the same time and really support you in your journey and in creating your first goal. So what we're going to do is we're going to teach on a couple different topics. And if you go to plansimple.com, you can see this in writing so that it's really clear what's happening. So, but I'm just going to tell you like the, the overarching piece in words on the podcast. So we are teaching a couple classes that are open to everyone. We're going to, next week is coming up the first class for feminine follow through, which is really about when you have ideas and you start planning, how do you actually pay attention to your planner when it's not like going to a doctor or going to a meeting, when it's something for you, how do you follow through? What does that look like? Um, then we're also going to have a class coming up in a couple weeks um, about really being in a, in a aligned relationship with your role as mother. And so we're going to have a workshop around what that looks like. And then in the later part of September, right before October, we're going to have those first two workshops are actually free and open to the public. Um, we're going to have a paid workshop for anyone who can, can wants to can come into our um, Flow365 session for entrepreneurs, where we will be we will be planning or really recommitting to Q4. So many of you might know some of what's happening in the last quarter of the year, but this is about recommitting, making sure it's in alignment with how you feel right now, making sure it's in alignment with life. Um, so we're going to be looking at what it's like to plan the business piece of the fourth quarter of the year before we enter the fourth quarter of the year, which starts in October. Um and then what else are we doing? Oh, we're having this. Well, I'm going to let me go through all the workshop first. In November, we're going to do um, a workshop on planning simple meals. And in December, we're going to do a workshop on what it looks like to create a sacred season in December. So each of these are sort of correlating with a month, except we're, we're kicking off in a little bit of a more rapid pace in September. Did I tell you I love September? Back to school it feels so fun to have all these workshops. Um, and then two sort of longer, bigger things that we're doing is that mid-October, we're going to run an event for three days in a row where for anyone who's an entrepreneur who there are these like little tasks that 
we always mean to do, but maybe we need to gather some information. We're not quite sure how to do it. And we always, it always feels like shiny object syndrome because we don't decide how we're going to do it. And we end up with all these different teachers and ways to do it. And then it's hard to make the time to do the things. There's so many of those things in entrepreneurship. So what we're going to do is each quarter for this, the next year, we're going to take on three of those. So we're starting that in October to see how it goes. I'm hoping it goes really well. And we're going to start off by having an amazing Instagram expert in to really look at what it looks like to create um, an Instagram habit and feed for somebody who has a small audience. It's going to be amazing. And then I'm just going to tell you what the days are first, and I'm going to explain why this experience is so special. So she's going to teach on that. Her name is Ina Coveney. She's been on the podcast before. Then we're going to have Deshay Peacock, my good friend, teach on list building and what you can do to plan 12 weeks of newsletters. So for anyone, what ha- all of these things are responding to things that come up all the time in Flow 365. So list building is one of those things. And writing a newsletter comes up very often on our Monday calls. So she's going to make this process way more streamlined and easeful. And we're going to look at what it would look like to create tw- a 12-week plan and create some of that content. And then we're going to look at how we can really utilize LinkedIn and what it looks like to have a profile that really supports you and calls in your ideal client. So we're going to have an hour ish teaching on each of those three things. And then what we're going to do is in Flow 365, we hold these co-working sessions, focus sessions, where you come in and you focus on something and you work in the company of others. You're working quietly, um, but the you're really focused on what you're going to get done. And so we're going to hold focus sessions after these teachings so that you just get it done. So you spend a couple hours with us for three days in a row in mid-October, and you're going to finish these key things that maybe you haven't made time for. Again, and then we'll do it again in February. You know, We'll keep doing this throughout the year to get through all the things. So if that sounds interesting to you, you're going to want to block out those times. And again, if you go to um, plansimple.com, you'll see a link and you can grab all the times, you can plan for them, and then as they come about, we'll have ways to sign up for them, okay? So that is that. I'm super excited for that. And then we're having our very looked forward to event in mid-November this year. We always have it in mid-November. For some reason last year with the pandemic, we actually did it in at the beginning of December, and we were asked by many to have it before Thanksgiving. So that is what we were doing this year, and it's Make December Matter. And this event is really about planning for the holiday season, planning for you know, the second two weeks of November and really December so that December can really matter. And that means that it matters for your business. It matters for your your personal well-being, for self-care. Um, it matters for whatever role you're playing in your family. And so we're going to make a plan talking through all these parts of us. It's going to be a really holistic event. And then throughout the event, we have all these amazing practitioners who come teach us all sorts of tools like tapping and stretching and how to calm our nervous system. Just so many different tools that you get to keep and have throughout the month of November. You can re, you know, you can use them, pull on them throughout the month of December. So that is happening November 11th and 12th, just in case you want to reserve time for that. It's going to be, um, 
you know, pretty much an all-day event, but, you know, a, a reasonable all-day, a six-hour-a-day all-day event. So again, you can get all these details over on plansimple.com. So, so many things are coming up, and all of these things are um, just a way to understand a little bit more about what we do around here. Now, what I didn't say about those workshops, so feminine follow-through, motherhood, um, planning for for your work, and as an entrepreneur, as a, mostly as a solopreneur, I would say, or so, an entrepreneur with a small team, um, and planning meals and planning for a sacred season. So all five of these workshops are going to be followed by a four-week container where you will get a little bit more um, you'll go deeper into each of the topics and you'll be supported, you'll be coached through, and you'll really be held around a very specific transformation for four weeks. And this is going to be our way to really show how it is that we work, what we do, so that you could come and join a couple of them. You could join one of them and then decide to be in Flow 365. You could just join all five and have a way to just be involved with us for you know four months instead of uh, a whole year. So, But it's a way to work with us um, for a shorter amount of time. So this is an experiment I'm running. You'll hear from Heather on the episode when we finally get her on how powerful experiments can be. That's one of her amazing sharings today. Um, this is an experiment we're running. We, we are really excited about it. And I'm really excited to be able to work with you if this calls to you. Um, and so just make sure that if if you're interested in any of these topics that you go ahead and you sign up for that initial work workshop or you can obviously everything will have a replay and then you just pay attention to the offer basically it's every month is going to start off with a free workshop and then the offer will be jo- to join for these 4 weeks for 297 which is how much a month in flow 365 is so it's super easy i'm super excited and i can't wait to see who shows up and just meet as many amazing humans in this community as possible. All right. All right. That was a lot. So with no further ado, let's get the amazing Heather on the show. All right. Hello, Heather. Welcome to the Plan Simple podcast. Hi, Mia. Thank you. I'm excited for this conversation. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited to have you and to really share what it is that you do in the world and give some people some actionable tips that they can go with today. So you've actually been on the podcast before. Um, I think before you joined Flow, because I, I met you at this event and you totally... I don't know, just transformed this room of what I considered, I mean, I should not judge people this way, but what I considered non-spiritual people or what I, you know, would think of people as open to your message as maybe a yoga, a room full of women at a yoga studio. Um, right. But I was just so impressed by your energy that I asked you to be on way back when. I feel like I'm definitely living in COVID time because it was probably like three years ago, but it feels like yesterday. So we have you back and I know you even better. So it's so much fun and it's really exciting to see where your business is going. So I want to sort of unpack that a little, both in how you're thinking about growing your own business and how you're supporting others, maybe in growing theirs. Cause I think, I think they're kind of interestingly related. Yeah. So welcome. Yeah, for sure. Thank you. All right. So let's start. Can we just start by talking a little bit about intuition? Because I have a feeling that's where we're going to get to. (laughs) And 
the part that you feel, well, let's just define intuition and then let's go into it a little bit more, how it might affect our businesses. Well, the definition I usually use for intuition is uh, knowing something without knowing how you know it. Mm, I love that. Say that again. Knowing something without knowing how you know it. Oh, that's so good. Okay. Right? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And it's interesting because that feels really important when we're doing important things like building businesses Mm -hmm. and being in important relationships. And, Mm -hmm. and I can see how so often we, we get, you know, I'm a big intuitive person and I can still get into my head (laughs) quite easily. Right. Yeah. 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 And one of the biggest questions that people ask me is how do I know if this is real or if I'm just making it up? And what do you say to that? (laughs) That's not a helpful question. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Cause how do we know it's real? Right. Like, I mean, we're all questioning science, like all the textbooks now. So yeah, I feel like everything was made up by somebody at some point. Yeah. Yes, exactly. It could be you just grabbed a hold of an idea that somebody else thought and it floated into your space to be of service to you. It could be that um, it's just showing up for, um, you know, some kind of a reason to support you. And this question of, did I just make this up? Is it's really like gaslighting yourself, A. Just trust that what's showing up has a purpose not qualitative. Um, is this good enough? Am I good enough? Is my intuition strong enough? Not helpful. Yeah. I love that. And, and so, so I, I feel like, so I'm somebody who has those ideas very often. (laughs) Like, I wonder Mm -hmm. where that came from, right? Like I have those kinds all the time and my learning in life has been about trusting that and then take, and then taking action. I feel like I've, I've had this knowing that like, that must be something I should do for a very long mm-hmm. time. Does that mean I always do something? No, okay. <laughs> but I'm learning. Right. right. Um, is that what you find? Do you find that most people can access, like most people can understand that they're getting these feeds of knowledge? Like where's yeah. the, like, is, does everyone have similar hiccups or does everybody have different hiccups? I guess that's what I'm wondering. In terms of that's a great question. Um, I think I, I think I'm going to answer it this way and say that a lot of times in my work, I will say to someone when we're in, you know in a session, and I'll say um, something like, "You, you, you, your enthusiasm about being outside is I'm feeling it so strongly your enthusiasm about being outside Mm -hmm. and I can see in my mind's eye you're walking 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 and they'll say yeah it's all I can think about lately I just feel like I need to be outside and I'll say well that's that's it that's what your intuition feels like it feels like this nudge this calling it's not the big scary voice that says don't do it your financial ruin your life yes Like that's something else that's fear and ego and other stuff. But that nudge, that knowing that just sense of this feels right. Yeah. That's your intuition talking to you. 
So is, is intuition, well, I guess it's not always positive, right? Because I guess we have the intuition that something might be wrong as well. Mm-hmm. So sure. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. And yet our, our brain probably goes negative more often. So we, we have to sort of get good at discerning between fear and intuition right. and, and really honoring that what probably is maybe more often than not the, the positive nudge of getting outside. Yeah. 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 It's always, it's, it's not always very often what I'm telling people, I'd like to think of it that I'm just reminding you of who you are. Yeah. The stuff that you are, it's so easy to say, ah, I keep thinking about being outside and going hiking and whatever, but I've got work to do. Yes. And your intuition is telling you, Get out Go there. Outside. This is yeah. what makes you feel good. This is what recharges you. And who knows what else? Maybe you're supposed to bump into somebody in the parking lot at the trip. You know, who yes. knows? Well, and, and I think that's why intuition has become such an important part of my life, but also planning for me and like teaching about that because that's the part of planning that's been so um, unexpected and interesting to me is that like we might have this whole plan about, you know, our, our work thing and like all the steps that we need to do to, to finish it. Right. And, yeah. and that's like the obvious plan. Like that's the one that we, <laughs> you know, we might not be good at, but it's like, these are the steps and you could usually research them somehow or find a teacher to tell you how to do them or a mentor. But it's like, to me that my intuition always kicks in with those unobvious things. Like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm launching a, um, a, a, course or something. And my, my intuition is saying, go outside, like, just like your example. And so it's like totally unrelated to the thing. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. But probably really important either because I'm not concentrating or I'm supposed to meet the person, as you said, or I look at a tree and have an idea. Like, I don't know, like you never know. Right. And so exactly. Yeah. It's so interesting. Okay. So you are an intuitive, which means that in session with people, your help, you are having insight about their life. Is that true? Yeah. I, I, so intuitive is a word that I like that I think people can relate to. Yes. Um, but we don't have a lot of great language to explain this process. Okay. That, you know, basically what I'm doing is relaxing to a place where my my awareness my conscious awareness expands out beyond just me and when when you relax in that way which everybody can do everybody's doing this all the time we just aren't so intentional about it you can go through time and space and i can connect with so have a conversation with someone's um loved one who's who's passed away who is who there's a challenge in the relationship i get a ton of like my mom has alzheimer's and i'll be able to have this conversation with the mom that she wouldn't be able to have um because i'm not just me i'm now expanded out into kind of everything you know, it's that duality conversation, right? And so I can use this ability to help you understand more who you are, what's going on in your body, what's going on in your mind. I can help you understand how, what your 
thinking and feeling is impacting the energy around you and the people around you and the circumstances around you. And, and because I've been playing with this for about 15, 20 years, I've learned how to use this in ways that are supportive of people in their business, of um, relationships. I've been starting to do more work with moms and kids and we're not, I'm not working in person with the kids it's all energetic so i'll meet yes. with the mom and we'll have these energetic communications with the kids and these magical things start happening because we're dropping out of what looks like reality you know into yeah it's this so interesting space yeah it's uh, fascinating and one of the things that i've watched you do in your business because i've had the pleasure of working with you is that you've gone away from these individual sessions where I'm guessing people came to you and were like, tell me all the answers to life, right? In an hour. Right. And they went up yeah. into more conversations, right? So, so you're giving other people your um, hits, right? Or whatever we're going to call them. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> your, your insights, your wisdom hits. That's a weird word. Um, and then you're also helping them access their own intuition, true, which which longer time allows you to do. So will you explain the dialogue of that a little bit? Because I think it's really, um, I think it's really helpful that, you know, even if you feel like you're an intu intuitive person, that you're in communication with other people that help you access a part that maybe you couldn't access. Oh, alone. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's, um, it's probably like you shouldn't do surgery on yourself, you know, <laughs> right. which, which we would not doubt, right? Like, obviously, I'm not going to do surgery on myself. I can't even take out a splinter. Yes. Yeah. So I mean, we all uh, help is is wonderful. Um, okay. And now what was the question? The qu so the question is how that works. Like, like, so tell me a little bit about how being in, like what it looks like when you're in conversation with mm -hmm. somebody. So you're giving some insights, but then you're helping them to have more insights about their business. Let's say, let's mm -hmm. use business or, or motherhood, whatever feels like it's more resonant as a story right now. Okay. Um, well, I can tell you, I have one mom that I've been working with and her son had, has experienced a range of, um, challenges from physical, emotional, behavioral, all kinds of things. And, um, and when I work with a mom, what I do is I'll have, um, calls with her where I'm helping her understand what I'm receiving from the kid and the communication that I'm having with their child. And then we'll sort of do this energy three way where we bring in the child and we have this conversation. And so in the work with this particular family um i taught her her son was never a snuggly kid never really mm -hmm. liked touch she would put her arm around him he would lean away this kind of thing he just didn't feel comforted by touch or want it and that's really hard as a mom it's yes. heartbreaking right right um and so we did this three-way energy conversation and I was able to connect with her son and give voice to what his experience is around touch and why it was hard for him. And we were able to 
I gave her this as an exercise that she worked on for several weeks and the changes were incredible. And so she would just sit with him in her mind, in her imagination, she would sit with him and she would ask him, how close do you want to be? And he might be across the room. And when she would feel him relax, she would imagine moving a little bit closer and a little bit closer and a little bit closer at his pace. And within a week, two weeks, he was reaching out to her for a hug. Oh my God, that's amazing. I have like goosebumps. So cool. It's really, really powerful. And um, I don't have a real explanation for why this works. And I think that that's really great because when we know something, then we limit it. Yes. We limit the possibilities. Well, and it has a definition. Yeah, and it's interesting. I'll I'll use how time can help. But when I was just literally asking you the question, Mm-hmm. And I'm going to ask you the second question now because I'm, I'm curious. Like I think stories are so helpful in, in understanding mm-hmm. this. So I will ask you yeah. about the business piece of it too. But when I asked you, like, do you have an example? And I and I and I was thinking entrepreneurship. Like really quickly in my head was like, oh no no no, open it up to her to motherhood because that's an important story to share, right? So that mm-hmm. was I guess basically an intuitive hit I was having in connection with you just here on this podcast, and exactly. I didn't have enough time to even doubt myself, so I was like, or motherhood, right? I just got to add to the question. So tell yeah. us a similar. Can you tell us a similar story about business, just so we can start to see how different stories unfold? I absolutely can, and I just want to highlight exactly what you just said that this is the process of beginning to open your awareness to intuition and beginning to trust it and not snag with, did I just make that up? (laughs) You're in a place now where you're like, you threw it out there because it it occurred to you. And then afterwards you make sense of it. Oh, that's why. Yes. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so in business, business is so fun, especially uh, entrepreneurs because your business is such an extension of you and your beliefs about yourself and your beliefs about what's possible. And all of it is just in real time played out for you. It's such a great like experiment. Um, but I had a really, I have a really interesting client right now who is a CEO of a nonprofit. Okay. And um, oh, so many great stories from from my work with this with this guy. He's just so awesome. But um, I think the one that I'm going to tell you about is uh, an example of me reminding him of who he is, so that he can lead with greater confidence. Okay. Um, so he's already doing these things. He's just having a lot of doubt and worry and anxiety around them. And so um, he just wanted to do an event for his board instead of just a regular sort of annual board meeting. He wanted to really do some kind of a celebration. And this is his specialty. Like he, this is what he does. He just makes everything feel like a special celebration, right? Um, and he had planned it all out, all these different activities with the with the with the evening from. Um, games they were going to play and trivia and he made oh it was fabulous all the things he had planned and they had such a fantastic time and he had part of what he had done was buy these little at the dollar store those you know those sun things you can put on your dashboard and they move yeah that's so funny I have one in my kitchen and every day I think about how I can get rid of it but it makes me happy a little bit Yeah. So yes, I know. So, um, so he had these, and um, 
And someone came along and said, do you really think that's a good, really, you want to spend a lot of time here? And it was subtle. It wasn't a big conversation, but it was enough to plant this seed so that going into the event, he was holding that anxiety, right? And yes. should I have, am I right here? And I walked him back through this exercise where he reached all the way back and saw how he is so expert in this. This yes. is what he does. And he's been doing since he was a teeny tiny kid of finding these ways to make things a celebration that he understands how to push people, how to stretch them, how to make it fun and bring people together. And then he could sit in conversation with this person who made the comment. Yes. Again, not out of m malice, but just not getting it and say, yes. it's okay. You don't get it. Uh, that's okay. That's not, this is my field of expertise. And it completely shifted how he owns that ability and how he sees that as the superpower that he has instead of some just quirky part of his personality that he's wired in this weird way. Yeah. So now he's walking around really like, holy smokes, I have this superpower. I can just unleash it anytime. <laughs> yeah. So, interesting. Interesting. Yeah. So it's almost like in both cases, it's almost like those negative emotions of fear or uncertainty actually seem in both cases, like, why is it this way? They seem mm -hmm. to get in the way of like connecting to that, mm -hmm. that piece. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And I love how I just, gosh, I wish, <laughs> I wish we taught in schools how to access our intuition instead of like that an A was the way that you knew it was right. <laughs> exactly. Oh my gosh. But yes, but I'm so glad yeah. that, you're doing your work and other people are doing their work so that this can become more part of how we think. It's so good. All right. So tell us a little bit. So you're, you're guiding people. I mean, this is, this is your business. You're guiding people in business and in relationships to um, be in touch with their intuition, either because you are accessing their energy or you're helping them access their energy. And so how does that work in your own life? Like, tell me a little bit about as you're thinking about your life and your mm. business, like, how do you bring that in yourself? Okay. Well, I mean, of course you teach what you need to learn, right? Yes. Yes. <laughs> so um, for me, trusting myself, trusting that I'm enough, that what I'm doing is enough is so mission critical for me. If, yep. the, if the wheels fall off that bus, I crash and burn. Yeah. Like it gets ugly. And so uh, I have made this the focus. Like this is such a priority for me day in and day out to support myself in this way. Trust myself. Yes. Pay attention to these things. And, um, and that's how I maintain, you know, my well-being, my mental health, my happiness, and my relationships. Um, and in my relationship with my son, I have two kids. My son is now 20. And, um, and that was one, has been, was a very challenging relationship for mm. me. He um, was never a little kid who really wanted to be, um, <laughs> told what to do, helped, 
um, supported. Um, in, in so many ways, it felt like he was pushing away my love. Yes. So the way that I was wanting to love him, the way that I was expressing love to him didn't feel like love to him. It felt like oppression. Yes. And um, so that was a challenge to navigate that. And um, it's been a journey. And once I realized that this was possible, this whole energetic relationship was possible. Yeah. This is something I play with all the time with him. When yes. I have a few minutes and I'm thinking of him, I just imagine like, how do I want to feel with him? I just want to feel like he feels so loved by me yes. that he just feels so safe and comfortable and happy. And I'm telling you, you guys should try this because what happens is the, like the other night, for example, I was walking by his room and I said, good night, Thomas. He goes, oh, hold on, mom. He gets up out of bed, opens the door to give me a hug and say, I love you, mom. Thanks for helping me out today. Amazing. I mean, for him to even, A, even say the word help is huge, but, you know, to reach out and, 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 and um, make a point of saying, oh, hold on. So he can come. I did, all I did was send love to him and visualize yeah. him feeling loved. That's all that I did for for that to happen. Okay. And so can you explain like the nuance of that a little bit? Because I feel like um, what you just explained was sort of without attachment. It was all about mm -hmm. you. So I'm just like noticing that. And I mm -hmm. think in this situation of like wanting to grow a business or wanting respect from somebody, your spouse or your kid, like, it's so easy to not be genuine, I think, in those mm -hmm. thoughts. So we just take us through the process, because I'm sure you do this with people all the time of like, mm -hmm. how to get into that positive, how do you get into that positive energy? Like, well, uniquely, because I feel like we're on to it when we're not unique. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. I think a part of it has to do with feeling like we can control things. Yes. Right. And so when we're when we're trying to control how something turns out or how something happens, we're sort of in this time space of before the event. Yes. And we're OK, what can I do to um, um, make this sales call go well? What can I do to, um, you know, if in this conversation with my son, you know, I could get if I think about it from this angle, I get so anxious that when I go and talk to him, he immediately shuts down. He immediately like the, the air buds go in and it's conversation over, you know? Yeah. Um, uh, and so this is what happens in your business when you, of course, you need to plan and you need to, like we were talking, you've got to leave a little bit of room for magic. You have to plan. You have to, you have to put some energy into it. But when you leave it open, then you're, you're opening up to your intuition and to support from the universe. But in terms of how to access this, how to get there, um, I think that old law of attraction thing is the way to go. So mm. for example, I went, when I was first starting my business, I did the biggest party I ever did. It was like 25 people and I was driving there and I was getting so anxious. Like what if nothing comes to me? What Meaning like you were, sorry, I'm just going to clarify. You were like the intuitive yep. for a big group of people. Exactly. Okay. Got exactly. It. <laughs> yeah. 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 
And, um, and, um, and I was, it was a long drive and I was starting to get really stressed out. And, and, and then I just said, well, what if they loved me? What if I got back in my car and I just felt so great and I just had such a great experience with everybody and I imagined like hugging them and just being so happy and grateful and thankful. And then I sort of worked back from there a little bit in a really soft daydreamy kind of way so that I was almost walking into that, almost like I had planted that in my future and I just had to walk into that. Beautiful. I love that. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, and it's, and it, it, it's so great. And I'm, I'm so excited you shared it that way because I just think it's so, um, you know, there's definitely like bypassing what's real, but there's also this, this other piece that's in our control at some level. And especially right now in our current state of the world, really owning the pieces that are in our control, especially around our energy is just, I just find it so impactful and I do it very imperfectly, but as I do shift my energy and it shifts things in my business or it shifts things around dinner, like, you know, like you can just tell at the end that, that you did it like, and it, and it had nothing to do with what you actually did. to do with how you felt which is so cool yes and i think the key you know two really important ingredients in this mix is um like you just said controlling what you can control so um you can control the energy that you're bringing into it you can control those images that you are bringing forward or your what you're desiring um but not having such a tight fist that like yes there's such a narrow window space of what is success. So not saying, well, that went well, but I didn't get X, Y, and Z. I mean, think about how you would feel if somebody said that to you, well, you did a really good job, but you know, you, you didn't hit all the points. Come on. Yeah. Like my son came out of his room and said, thank you for helping me and gave me a hug and told me he loved me. Perfect. A plus plus. Um, I forgot the other thing that I was going to say is the magic ingredient with this. And let me see if I can pull it back here. Um, so being open to whatever it can look like, uh, here it is. It's back recognizing it when it comes. Yes. Yeah. Cause then it's saying, thank you. It's the gratitude piece. And then you're inviting more and more and more. Okay. And I keep having my final question, but then this is so good. So I don't really have it yet, which is this like, but so, so technically speaking, putting you on the spot, if Mm. you weren't in relation, if you weren't in good relationship with your son for some years, Mm -hmm. how do you not blame yourself for that now that you know how to shift it? Because I feel like that's the other thing that we tend to do is then we are like, yeah, and that can shift the energy again, right? Then all of a sudden we're back to like not great energy with the same person. So does that come up with a lot of people? Like it does. It does. Once you and understand it, the power you have. It's really a process because, um, you know, blame is control. Blame is yes. blame and guilt. That's like taking action. You're like doing yeah. something and it's, um, and when you, the more you play with this, the more you begin to let go of that. Yes. Um, and it doesn't, it's, it's not such an issue, but it's a yes. process. Okay. 
Awesome. So you've used the word play like a gajillion times, which I love. <laughs> <laughs> and I've been watching you. I've been watching you play in your business mm -hmm. um, for the past couple of months. And it seems like some really cool experiments are coming out of that. So mm -hmm. will you tell us a little bit about what's going on, like what some of your things are and, and like tie it back into what you've been teaching us? Because I, I feel like there's mm -hmm. been, there are things that you're going to be up to that are a result of you playing with your own intuition, right? right? Absolutely. So tell us Absolutely. about those things. Well, I've always had this vision for my business of groups, workshops, events, somehow. And at the end of last year, it really crystallized in this image in my mind of these circles of light and that mm. I really want to be gathering and creating a circle of light and holding a space for people to just really feel the truth of who they are so that they can then turn and bring that light out and create more and more circles of light. And I had no idea what that meant. I could see it and I could feel it, but I had no idea what it meant. So I just kept knowing that that's where I was going. Mm -hmm. And knowing that somehow this had to do with groups. And so I've been experimenting on how to get to that feeling, what it might look like, what that work might be. And I'm still in the experimentation process. And what I'm realizing is I love the experimentation process. Yeah. And so part of what I'm going to be, a big chunk of what I'm going to be bringing next year is these experimentation groups for playing with all of this, playing with what does it mean to have a conversation with someone energetically? How do you do it? How do you manifest? How do you daydream and have that be um, work? <laughs> yeah. Can you put a daydream time block on your calendar and say, this is my time when I'm partnering with the universe to manifest what I want? All these kinds of things, I want to create a, a long-term experiment. What happens if you're not attached to your thoughts, but you just pay attention to how you feel? What happens? Let's so play good. with it and experiment. So that's going to be a big chunk of next year. And one of the things that I'm going to pull out early and start um, like September, October, November this year is um, some heart rock walks. Ooh. And so we're going to go out into the woods and look for heart rocks and have the whole experience of looking for the heart rock teach us about how we manifest in our life, what we believe about ourselves, how hard it is, how easy it is, um, what happens when we forget to be looking yes. and we just have set the intention and playing with all of that in this way where we're outdoors, which is magic. And yes. um, together, which is oh, I love that in such like an informed way to be in group, just in case, just in case we have a pandemic. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I love it, and I feel like the heart rocks are such a good example because I personally, I am a heart rock collector, mostly for my mom. Like I, they're the thing I always remember to bring to her, and. The other day I picked up a rock and I was like so excited and all my kids were like, mom, that's not a heart. And I was like, I totally see this as a heart. <laughs> this is, yes. heart, you know, and it's like, it's like so much of it is perspective. Nobody agreed it with totally me that this is. was a heart and I am fully on board with it being a heart. <laughs> I love I, it. I think that's such a great point because part of this is, um, you know, that thing of like, well, it was good, but it wasn't good enough. 
Yes. And how we, that whole Brene Brown, we rob ourselves of the joy of it by saying, yeah, but, and here you were just saying, I see it. I yeah. see it. This is my experience. It's a heart in my heart. <laughs> Whoever made a heart, like, you know, if we're thinking of our actual heart, you know, we know it doesn't really look like that. So yeah, it's going to be right. what it looks like. Um, all right. Well, is there anything we've missed just about what's, do you want to tell us anything else that's coming up or um, anything that we've missed in terms of people really understanding intuition or what you do? I feel like we covered um, a lot of ground. We covered a lot of ground. Um, I think the, I'll just say that, uh, I'll just reiterate that your intuition, A, it, it's part woo, part, you know, just magic. And part is science, that it's yep. a real life thing, that our brains are giving us information and knowing that we don't know how it's happening. Yes. So it's real and that it's not fear. It's that calm, steady knowing. So when something keeps occurring to you, when someone comes into your mind, that's your that's what your intuition is that's what it feels like and it feels very much as if you may be making it up because it's using your body and your senses as the communication tool yeah so don't worry if you're making it up if it's showing up trust it i love it i love it so good thank you yeah and tell everyone how they can find you so you can find me at my website unconventionalintuitive.com you can find me on my Facebook page. Um, I'm on Instagram a tiny bit. And um, those are the best ways, really. And, and how do people find out about all these fun experiments? Is that to go to the website? Is that like, oh, you already... yeah, go on my website or my email list, of course. Okay. So going to your website and figuring out a way onto your email list, and then you'll email about yep. all these experiments. Yes, I highly yes. recommend, I think, the experiments. They sound like they're going to be so fun. Oh, <laughs> yes, I can't wait. Amazing. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for your time today. It's been amazing. Oh, thank you so much, Mia. Okay. I'm really, I'm so happy we did this. Yes, so fun. All right, we're pausing, we're pausing, we're pausing. So that okay. everybody who's watching this knows that we're pausing or anyone who's editing this knows that we pause. <laughs> was that okay? Yeah, I think so. Okay, good. I thought it was great. Awesome. Yeah. Yay. Yeah. yeah. So fun. <laughs> so I love the example stories. I think that's a great, it's a great mm -hmm. way to lead for you. You're really good yeah. at telling those stories in like a very genuine way without, you know, giving away too much information about the people. Like, yeah, you're great at that. Good, good. Yeah. Good, good, good. All right. So should we talk flow? What are we going to say about flow? Let me think of what I'm going to ask you. Um, okay. Can I just, let's just talk and then this part will be edited anyway. That sounds okay. good. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> All right. So you are a super, super, super intuitive person, obviously, because it's what you do for your, your work and your business. <laughs> so I'm always curious, actually, because I, I love one of my, my favorite, like most honorable things about flow is that it seems to attract intuitive, spiritual entrepreneurs, which I absolutely love. And sometimes I'm like, wait, why? <laughs> like, you know, I'm like pinching myself. Like, why is it, why is it getting all these amazing people? So tell me a little bit as someone who's really intuitive and, and maybe, you know, doesn't want to plan everything out, you know, thing by thing, hour by hour, like, what what was the lore in Flow 365 for you about planning in your own life? 
Well, one big thing was um, and is the consistency. Yep. So as a as a ideas person, you know, it's easy for me to get this shiny object. And yep. when I started with you, we picked the word, we picked the feeling, and um, my word was enough. Yeah, I remember that. And I just wove it into the fabric of everything that I was doing, whether I was sitting down to eat or um, how much work I did in a day. Um, if I was having, you know, doubt or anxiety, it was always like, okay, that's enough. I'm, have I had enough? You know, and, and I am enough. Yes. And it was so powerful and transformative and having the consistency was huge and sitting down to plan with that as a reminder was huge. So game changing. Um, and what also happened for me is I went through this, I kind of developed a relationship with planning and with goals that I didn't have before. So before it was very sort of artificial. It was like make a goal and, um, and I didn't have a real necessarily connection to it. Like I remember when which I started, seems so, which is so interesting to me as somebody who's like so connected to like right? all of your downloads, <laughs> it, but it was the things that, um, that I thought made sense, like yeah. write an ebook or something. Yeah. That was one of my goals. Uh, I didn't really get too far with that because yes. it really didn't align with what I wanted to be doing and how I wanted to be spending my time. Um, and this image came to me before we came, got on this call. And that was that as an entrepreneur, and I suppose as just a human who's trying to do something, imagining I'm driving in a car, right? And all of the things like an ebook, like a, a lead magnet, like, you know, systems, all of these things come flying at you. And they're like bugs that smash on your windshield and everything, right? And you get so many of those things in your vision that you don't see anymore where you're wanting to go. It's just like you're trying to and so being in flow was like ha be, having the ability to clear my windshield and say, okay, but wait a minute, all that is true and real. And what am I focused on? Yeah. So it was like a way to keep my windshield clean so that I could see where I was going. Yeah. I love that. And it's interesting because I don't even think it was part of this conversation that we're having right now. I think it was part of the podcast we recorded, but you were saying how the first thing you ever did in business was go serve a big group. And mm -hmm. as a business journey, you've been moving from single one-off clients to groups mm -hmm. and longer time, like while you've been in flow. And it's, it's interesting. Cause you can see, like, I can, you know, I, I, like to me, I'm like, well, you already, what do you mean? It was like how you started, you know, it's like not new, but it's really fun to watch. Like, I, like you've really leaned into experimenting with all the different things, um, mm -hmm. And leaning into them one one at a time to really figure out, like, so rather than start with the end destination, the goal is really about the experiment, um, which is amazing and really powerful to watch because it's impacting your business in incredible ways. Yeah. Yeah. It's, tr it's transforming so much of how um, 
I'm feeling in my business. Yeah, amazing. And as an intuitive who like knows the limitations of time, Mm -hmm. tell me this isn't really like what you've even experienced, but I'm just curious what you think about time and intuition and like how, how that comes together for you at all, if at all in flow. Um, yeah, that's such a big question. Um, I feel like I got a lot of freedom yeah. in flow. You know, the idea is that we're planning in time in flow. And yes, that's true. But also for me, the way that I work with time is that I understand when I put it out there, then the space between where I am and where that thing is, is all of this space for like things to show up to support that yes you know what i mean yeah like this is when you meet the person or the, the, the and 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 so i would say my relationship with time and flow is that i um it's calmed me down yeah i'm feeling like i'm more realistic of what i can accomplish and in that understanding of what's possible in a day Yes. Um, it helps me focus more on what is going to get me there. Yeah. And then magic like unfolds within that, right? Because yes. you're just staying yeah. in motion. You're not getting paralyzed exactly. by time. You're moving forward with what's possible. And then it's sort of like allowing the, the time bending magic to come in because you're in motion. Yeah. yeah that's what I witnessed with with all you very spiritual ones. <laughs> it's very cool. Cause it's, it's, it's interesting because I, I think the, the, like when we're so, and, 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 and some level I've unconsciously lived this my whole life too, which is probably why I do what I do, which is that, um, you know, I've always been really intuitive. And so time always stumped me, which is why here we are like yeah. talking about time. And what that meant was a lot of times I would like have this knowing of something way before it was supposed to come. Mm -hmm. And then I would mm -hmm. hit frustration when I very quickly, cause I'm like, I wouldn't, I wasn't ready yet for it, you know? Yeah. And so I would hit frustration and then I would go into paralysis basically. So it's fascinating yeah. to see how, how time and intuition to me um, really play together. So it's beautiful to have all you super intuitive humans in flow. <laughs> yeah. 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 And you know what else is when you are brought back to the basics, what are the essentials? Um, there's a level of like comfort and confidence that, okay, I'm, I'm on track that relaxes you enough that you open up to even more of that magic. Yeah. I love it. Thank you. Yeah. All right. This is that part of the episode where we always share three doable changes. And I'm still going to share three pieces of wisdom. But what I really, really, really want you to hear with these three pieces of wisdom is, first of all, I asked for them very specifically, as you hopefully heard, and I'm just going to boil them down right now so you can take them and run with them. And because Heather has been part of Flow 365 and because she was part of this Plan Simple audience before she became a member of Flow 365, she really understands how what she does intersects with what 
our audience might be thinking. And so I feel like the three pieces of advice that are being given to us by Flow365ers are just so activated and potent and relevant, hopefully, to what you're going through right now. So again, these are three amazing pieces of advice. Jot them down, take them in. And I really do believe that it's worth choosing one thing to work with at a time and really working with it, planning for it, making it work in your day, um, figuring out how to make it happen, and then moving on to the next one. And so essentially you're stacking these things on one another instead of pressuring yourself to do them all at once. So here is piece of wisdom number one from Heather. Choose a word. Pick a word that you want to guide you and you want it to guide how your life is going to feel. And then really connect with that word throughout the day and use it as a guide to what you say yes and no to, what you decide to lean into and and not lean into. And you can also use it as a filter for how you experience things that are already happening. I love this idea. So simple too, right? You can totally see how you can literally weave that into your day. All right, number two, reimagine the possibilities. If you are stressing about something or thinking about how things could go wrong, try imagining a different outcome. What possibilities does that open up? How does that shift your energy? Right? Sometimes I think productivity is and planning is really about placing our energy throughout the day versus all the things. And sometimes that's a really helpful reframe. Okay? So if you're reimagining what's possible, what opens up? How does that shift your energy? All right, number three, get real about what's possible in a day. When you get real about what's possible, you can get even more focused in choosing what to do to move towards your goals. So start by noticing how long things really take and try working with the time you have instead of working with all the things that you want to do. And this sounds a little bit the opposite of magic, but here's the thing. Sometimes when we're really present and focused, the things that we think are going to take forever are so short. And then sometimes there's certain things like, I don't know, learning to cook a certain thing for dinner or writing something for your business. And these things might start off by taking a little bit longer because they're new skills, but as we lean in and practice them in really tangible ways, we get more and more productive and confident and faster at getting those things done. But that can't happen in our head (laughs) or when we're feeling stressed or overwhelmed or all the things. So getting real offers up a new kind of feeling it allows you to navigate the deal the day without as much stress and it also can offer the focus that you need to bring in the magic that Heather is talking about. All right you all, I hope you loved this conversation with Heather. You're going to love meeting all the amazing people in Flow 365. You've already met some of them because they've been on the podcast, but this is a very focused series that I'm running so that you can 
meet these amazing women and understand how being in Flow 365 has really helped them um, balance their business with their life and how it's impacted the work that they're doing in this world. Because all that we really want to do is spread the love. So good. All right. If you're interested in Flow 365, you can always go hop on the wait list. We have a process for reaching out to you, seeing if it's a good fit and explaining to you the next time that the doors will open. All right. I will see you on the next episode of the Plan Simple Podcast. Bye for now. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you know a woman who wants a little more simple and a lot more flow, Share this episode and send them over to the Plan Simple website to download our free course. And if you can find a five-minute window today between meetings in the carpool line while you're eating your lunch, head on over to iTunes and leave us a review. This one action plays such a big part in helping other women find us. And I have so much gratitude for you in advance. So thank you so much. Until next week, dream big, plan from your heart, and have a great day.